0: Hang on a second. Oh, Frank. I'll be right there. Make sure no one sees your elbows. Well, you know, the survey says that women (laughs) hate to see men's elbows. True. So you should, when you roll up your cuffs, make stop at the elbow. Mm -hmm. The only
1: problem is is that like if your elbows are too pointy, then you get holes right there in your shirts. Well... Do you know? I mean, does that happen to you?
0: I have pointy elbows, but I don't lean on them a lot. Um, and have to James to vesti- something- holes in
1: his elbow sleeve.
0: Well, he like, must miss
1: what? Is- <laughs> elbows. <elders>. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he's particularly donut.
0: <boning. laughs> this is the Frank and Friends show. Hi there, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frey. And we do appreciate your watching, sharing, liking, subscribing.
1: Smashing that button.
0: So you get all the notifications on YouTube. We're dangerously close to 900 subscribers. It's just, It's agony. But I've told a few people. I've met some people recently. That's good. I've been going to these um, Wednesday Lenten luncheons at church. And nice. I talked to Chris Kite, and she introduced me to some of her friends, uh, like this woman named Jerry, not my wife, but another Jerry, and okay. she subscribed on YouTube. I like got a, like a notification. And a few others. So, But I'm trying to explain that the first thousand, I read an article. The first thousand subscribers on YouTube is so brutally difficult to get. They use it to weed people out. Right. But once you get to one thousand, I heard Doctor Guy I said, "Well, then the next thousand were pretty easy." And then once you get to two thousand, the next thing you know, the getting to five thousand is pretty easy. easy because all of a sudden now YouTube treats you as real, right? And they start favoring you when it comes to the algorithms. Right. So the
1: searches if, and everything like that. If
0: so. you can help us out and uh, subscribe, or make steal one of your phones, friends' phones and get them to subscribe. That would be that would be genius, wouldn't it?
1: It would be wonderful. Mm. You know how else you can support us? Oh with the merch. With the merchandise.
0: Yeah, Frankenfriendsshow.com slash store. Mm-hmm. Um, and the unfolded. T-shirts. Well here's the towel. I'll unfold towels. the towel. Oh, the towel's so perfectly it folded, affects. Catherine. Let me unfold it real quick.
1: <laughs> Is it upside down? Yes.
0: Oh look at that. <laughs> The bucket hat. Oh, ready. um,
1: The bucket hat. Did
0: April Estes come to the opera?
1: She did on her birthday. Oh, that's nice. Did she, hope
0: she wore the bucket hat. She did not. Oh, April. April. That's an opera hat. That's a total opera hat. Totally.
1: (laughs) You could totally get away with wearing that to the Marvel City Opera chest.
0: Speaking of hats, the tulips behind me are supposed to have a leprechaun hat on them. That's cute. Our next door neighbor, Nancy, brought these over and left them on our doorstep and then texted us. I guess she didn't want to... (laughs)
1: didn't want him to get too cold
0: yeah, no, but she didn't want to talk to us either <laughs> that seems fair she's like, go, happy St. Patrick's Day go check your doorstep Doorstep, and she had placed the googly eyes and uh, put this hat that's adorable but as the flower has started to open um, I knocked off one of the googly eyes and it fell in the dirt and when I tried to put it back on mm-hmm. for this episode, it just—it looked really sad. It, like, it, it was, just had it dirty a eye. Yeah, a yeah, dirty eye. But I can use this and save uh, this hat for next year, I think. Good.
1: Well, speaking of presents, this has what? been for you since Christmas. Oh, my. <laughs> and I keep forgetting oh, to get it, give oh, it to you. Oh, and
0: it's black and red like fire. Yeah,
1: you know, very Christmassy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Having me as a friend is really the only gift you will ever need. <laughs> Luxury hand-poured scented candle made by ugly children in factories. (laughs) So everything about this is honest. This is the 100% honesty. Oh, that's good. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Merry Christmas, (laughs) everyone. In fact, we're only nine months from Christmas. Uh Uh-oh. Well, I went to a a grade school that was called um, Annunciation. And we had to go A-N-N-U-N-C-I-A-T-I-O-N, Annunciation. Wow. Which is nine months before Christmas. So it's March 25th. Is deliberately the feast of the Annunciation, deliberately nine months before Christmas.
1: Nice. All right. Yeah. Well, we're right there.
0: How about that? You can Google that if you can't figure out the <laughs> if you can't figure out what I'm hinting at. <laughs> well, I talked a little bit last time about how I went to visit Megan and the kids, mm-hmm. and I I was away a week, maybe a week and a couple of days, maybe eight days. I flew up on a Sunday, I came back on a Monday. So what's that? Eight days, and. I was surprised that my wife missed me as much as she did, or I think she did. Okay. She acted like she didn't. She acted cool about it. She
1: acted like she didn't miss you?
0: But Because one thing is, um, you know, we had these uh, beds that are adjustable so you can sit up in bed. Mm. But hers stopped working, and mine still works, so I feel guilty every time I use it. So I said, you could sleep on my side if you want while I'm out of town. Sure. That way you can sit up and watch your shows, or you can do the crossword or do anything. Yeah. Well, when I get home, um, the night I get home, she has to leave immediately to go to um, Coral Society practice. So I'm putting, you know, she picks me up at the airport and I come in, I'm putting things away and I carry the suitcase upstairs and I see that my side of the bed has fresh sheets and everything is just perfect.
1: Nice. And
0: on the nightstand, there's a chocolate.
1: Oh, that's sweet.
0: So I asked her about it. She's like, oh, sorry, I left that there by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> that's not for you. She changed the sheets because she had slept on that side of the bed. <laughs> And the chocolate was hers. <laughs> I said, "Well, I already ate it." <laughs> Whoops! And then, and then she starts telling me the next day. She's pressuring me. She's like, "When are you going to go to the dermatologist?" Okay. Now it was your fault, as many things are. Sure. Um, obviously, <laughs> we were at the the Marble City Opera Gala. Okay. And uh, you know April Hill, who's our fellow board member.
1: Yes. Um, I'm familiar.
0: Yes. And April is an advocate for Mm. um, skin cancer prevention. Dermatology.
1: Yeah. Yeah, in general.
0: And I know a few people like this who've had whatever they've had. And especially, you know, if you're fair-skinned and fair-haired like April is.
1: You know, go um, get checked.
0: Yeah, my friend Bean's um, podcast partner, Allie McKay, would be similarly like that, where... um, you know, fair-haired, and she's always pushing that. Go get checked. Yeah. Go get checked. Yeah. Well, somehow, in the course of this conversation between April, and my wife, and me at the gala, the topic of dermatology comes up. I think it, all it was was I was trying to get the name of
1: the place that she goes to.
0: Yeah, because one of the most because you trying to get it like somebody was a sponsor, pronounced. right? I'm a, I'm the MC, and I want to say the right name yes. of some business, and she explains to me who they are and what they do. Right. Right. And then. That launches into the, when are you going to go get your skin cancer check? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, I mean, I've got a freckle on my nose. I guess I should be worried about it, But I'm in,
1: <gasps> You have a freckle on your nose?
0: That's, yes. And so that's gotten Freckled a little... Frank. And it's gotten a little bigger. I mean, I put a bronzer on it so you don't you can see can't it. see it.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: So, and I was that... I say,
1: did you get it removed?
0: But that started the wife now. My wife <laughs> now is into the, <gasps> When are you going to get your skin cancer check? So... Yeah. I'm like, all right. Well, she had gotten new insurance through work. Um, that was January. Next. So, once we got the cards, once we got the new insurance cards, which is like two weeks after the gala, we start looking through and she's, she's we're doing it tonight. We're going to find the find dermatologist. The, find the location. Like, oh so, we're going through the list of, through her insurance, here's the list of all the approved dermatologists. And I'm thinking, oh my God. And so, I'm, meanwhile, I'm texting April, hey, what's the name of a good, it's like 200. Right. dermatologists on this right. list of approved maybe 100 whatever this is a lot of approved dermatologists so i text april give me the name of a couple of good ones and mm-hmm. if they match if i can find the first if i can find one right. that matches from april's list of three or four to jerry's list of a hundred that's where i'm going sure the end
1: yeah <laughs> I so you.
0: april starts off with the one that she recommends the highest number one recommendation mm-hmm. well i open up the the list again, well Jerry's off singing at another thing. And there's a church choir that night. And sure enough, look, it's a match. Yay. The, the, I've got this one, and of all of the dermatologists on the insurance page, it's the only one that's got a picture of the dermatologist.
1: And that's the one I go to.
0: You know who I'm talking about?
1: I do. Yeah. Well, I didn't know
0: that I would have, have dropped your name. <laughs> well, so now to prove that I've done this, I do a screenshot of that, and, a, mm-hmm. and I, I text it to my wife, and of course she looks at this, and the dermatologist, by sheer happenstance and coincidence...
1: Happened to be at the event she was at?
0: No, no, no. Oh. Happens to be an a, extremely attractive blonde woman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course. So oh, I, well, why do you think I want to go there?
0: <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> so I tell my wife, I said, I've got the appointment, and they can take me tomorrow. You yeah, know, They yeah. they had same-week appointments available, awesome. so... Uh, and. I've got a pretty loose schedule, so they're like, well, I mean, this is what we have. We have one for tomorrow. And I'm like, well, of course I'm available. All I have to do is record the radio show later (laughs) or earlier. I mean, yeah, I'll take it. So I'm going to go the next day. Well, I text all this information to my wife, and I get the text back from her. Did you pick her because she's pretty?
1: (laughs) You're like, well, I picked her because she was on April's list,
0: <laughs> and she was on the top of your approved dermatologist list, right? And, and they matched. Yes. And she's the only one who has a photograph,
1: so that doesn't hurt. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, she's got really yeah. good skin.
1: Right, <laughs> she's very nice.
0: So I got there, and she's kind—I of, don't know if she's disappointed that dermatologist because I had nothing. <laughs> I, I I showed her all this stuff on me. I'm like, I'm throwing. I got something back here. She's like, yeah.
1: That's fine. Yeah. yeah. She
0: says, You know you're old, right? Or <laughs> words to that effect.
1: <laughs> you, know how um, you, don't, amazing.
0: You, you know how you don't remember what people say, but you remember how they make you feel? Yes. So I don't remember yes. what the dermatologist's exact words were, but here's what I got out of it. Is you got nothing to worry about. You're just old. Yeah. If you want to come back in a year and pay me another hundred dollars, I can look at those spots again. But you're really you've got nothing to worry about.
1: That's awesome. So That's good.
0: Because you're the old. old. part. Yeah, because yeah, you're old. Yeah,
1: I've had doctors tell me I'm old. I'm like, that is rude. Back up, restate that. Well, your
0: birthday is coming up. I know. In fact, this, this episode will probably drop the week of your birthday.
1: Happy birthday to me. Happy
0: birthday, Catherine. <laughs> now, in unrelated news, I read an article today that said uh, at the age of 42 is when people start feeling old. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know why that came to mind, but I can show you the article if you'd like. I can share it with <laughs> I'm good. (laughs) It's an actual article.
1: I don't relate to that at all.
0: Oh, I didn't think so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Other people might think I'm old, but I am very, very young. (laughs) Well, I mean, if you're driving... Let's
0: suppose you're just driving here to the podcast Ponderosa. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. And, I mean, you're too young for this to happen to you. It's too young for you to have a senior moment and find yourself five miles down the interstate having completely missed the exit... For my house. That's just
1: daydreaming. I mean that could happen to anyone who is well, as what, busy as I am. But they call that a senior moment. If, it, if you get to be my age. They if send if you're you to a another, senior.
0: They send you to another doctor for a cognitive test.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I may need a cognitive test, but that's not because I'm a senior. <laughs> <laughs> I just have so many things, you know, I was just like dreaming of all of these things that I could do for Marvel City Opera, and Mm -hmm. for Opera Louisiana, and I'm thinking about next season, Mm -hmm. and like where I want to produce operas, and I'm just like thinking about all of these great things, you know?
0: I mean, you and I have been texting about The Doctor and the Devils, which, are you the one who told me there was an old, bad B-movie of this?
1: I don't think I told you that there was a movie.
0: But well, I found that in my research nice there was this uh, the storyline and it's called the same title, so I'm guessing that your composer is basing this opera about the body snatchers of the I always get it wrong. 1800s is 19th century
1: yeah it's based on the Dylan Thomas play:
0: Oh maybe they bo- maybe this movie is based on that Dylan Thomas I think play it is. also yeah but I want to see this cheesy movie now yeah, so bad that I funny. can't find it anywhere online you've got to like you know buy find a blockbuster video that's still open mm-hmm. and find the VHS copy of it from the 1990s. Sounds oh, fabulous. <laughs> well, I'm interested in that. and Of course, that's fascinating to me, you know, the whole idea of body, we talked about it on the show before, about uh, body snatchers and how that ties in yeah. to the world's greatest forensic anthropologist, Dr. Bill Bass, yep. who created, started, um, and is it is named after him, the William M. Bass Modern Skeletal Collection, because they want to study current dead people as opposed to the cadavers and skeletons from the body snatcher era, which are not grave robbers. Did we talk about this? We
1: did not.
0: In in, in my research. Thank you. She says to me, me, where can we do the the body snatching opera? And I'm like, well, I don't know. I'll think of some places. But I did did a little research into it. Grave robbers will take your jewelry, take your clothes, take your stuff. And they were heavily um, prosecuted. Gotcha. Body snatchers as long as you left all the valuables they would strip the valuables off the dead person throw you them didn't care as much yeah because you weren't a grave robber they you'd throw all that they leave all the valuables in the empty casket and just take the corpse
1: so that's how you can get away with it
0: well in those days that was like a loophole the punishment was less severe for stealing the body than it was for stealing the jewelry
1: steal the body leave the loot yes
0: <laughs> so speaking of uh, dr bass and uh, bonezones.com don't
1: Forget the yes. Thank
0: you. Um, You should definitely check out all of the things, like the hats and the, of course, I love the, got to make sure not to do this too close to the microphone, because no one likes to hear squeaky um, styrofoam.
1: No, I love this.
0: That's the silver, not the gold. I've got the silver down here, too, so we can have a conversation between silver and gold, silver and gold. Do you know that song? I do not. (gasps) It's from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Or did I sing it so poorly that you weren't able to recognize it? I wasn't going
1: to say that, but now that you've said it, <laughs> <laughs> I won't deny it.
0: <laughs> Great. I just wanted to do the silver and gold joke. That's all I was going for. And there's, um, so you can have a conversation between these two skulls. Hmm. Um, this one would be 25 and this one would be 50. <laughs> the appropriate. <laughs> switch them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like an anniversary gift. <laughs>
1: I thought
0: you meant the age of the skull. No, no. That's that's one thing you can tell Dr. Bass will teach you in the books when you read his osteology textbook or when you just hear him lecture. Or there's also, you'll pick this up in the various Bone Zones books or the Body Farm Mysteries by Jefferson Bass or the nonfiction books, Death Saker, or Beyond the Body Farm, which you can get autographed and personalized at bonezones.com. Don't forget the S. Um, The way you would tell the age of a skull is by how... uh, the sutures along the top, how knitted together they are, right. how fused together they are. Mm-hmm. You know, in a younger person, there's they're more open, they're more. Mm-hmm. and they come together as you get older. And then, of course, you look for the wisdom teeth. Uh, have they erupted or not? That tells you something about the age of a person, also. Sure. look, and of course, the, obviously the size too will give you a little bit of a hint. You know.
1: Is. Is that only if the wisdom teeth are still there, or if you've, if they've been pulled, can you tell that with that um, age?
0: That's a really good question. I'll have to Thank ask you. Dr. Bass that, but you're looking for them because generally speaking, I think it'll be like if you're finding, if you find uh, sadly find the, uh, the skull of a younger person, you would see that the wisdom teeth are still in there, and it tells you, okay they well, they're' un- there now under right. They're older Uh, this age
1: and under this age. Yeah, yeah. This tells us, you know,
0: there's all different things that you look for, all kinds of uh, demarcations. And Mm -hmm. um, one of my favorite stories that Dr. Bass will talk about is when he's out at a crime scene and it's on a a slope of Mm -hmm. a hill. And he asks um, the deputies or whomever, the the trainees, uh, who's going to wants to go take a look for the skull. And somebody almost invariably volunteers to start looking and starts walking up the hill. He says, you want to let them, just forget about them. Let them walk up the hill, and you don't need them anymore. Because if they can't figure out that a skull is going to roll downhill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're off the project. They're
0: off the project. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, great. dot uh, bonezones.com, don't forget the S. And it's funny, you know, obviously I'm, I've been associated now with Dr. Bass for many years. Mm. been interviewing him for over 20 years, and I've got this, this great collection of, of interviews. But... My uh, next-door neighbor, Nancy, was a little, um, the one who gave us the flowers, a little suspicious the other day. Okay. Because I had noticed that um, at some point during the winter, she and her son had taken some, I guess, Halloween or Thanksgiving pumpkins and left them on the corner of the garden and put straw around them, and they're they're all moldy, and they're caving in, and they're decaying. Uh Uh-oh. And I thought, that's fantastic, because they put them there on purpose. They moved them from the front porch. And they might grow pumpkins now. Oh, okay. Now we had, Jerry and I had this pumpkin, but we didn't have an orange one. We had like this yellowy pumpkin. Okay. I don't know. She bought that at the store. And she said, um, when we were cleaning up, because somebody was coming over. So she, she says, why don't you get rid of this pumpkin? And I'm like, oh, I'll, I know what I'll do. I'll I'll put it over there in the ravine. I mean, it's, I'm, it's not, it's it was pretty good shape still. But I'll put it in that little, this little ravine between my property and Nancy's where the kind of the water runs off. I'll put it in there.
1: Okay. Um, With the idea that it'll grow. Yeah. I thought
0: thought maybe, you know, I'll put it, maybe the pumpkin seeds will catch. Maybe it'll grow up the hill, even toward Nancy's house, actually. Nice. And maybe we'll have more pumpkins. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I might be behind, but we'll see. Well, I was um, telling, I didn't even tell Nancy about this. She asked me about it.
1: Did you put like a yellow pumpkin in the backyard? Of my yeah, house. Yeah, I was I was
0: doing gardening just discard work. Discard
1: that. That's where you put your pumpkins. You it was know? like a, a medium <laughs> medium
0: day, not too hot, and too Great cold. Neighbor. And I'm over there.
1: <laughs> Frank Murphy
0: putting you know twigs in the thing, and mm-hmm. she says, "Yeah, I, uh, I I came over to inspect that more closely because I wanted to make sure that it wasn't a head." <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. So, well, you know, okay. I, that's a valid, that's a valid criticism. I mean,
1: yeah, you know, I mean, especially with the murder rug that you've had here. And,
0: well, I mean, I mean what if, what if Dr. Bass, you know, remember, he's actually taken a human head and boiled it at his, uh, on his stove at home, simmered it, really, and um, to deflesh it. And unfortunately, it boiled over and it, it ruined the stove and he had to buy his wife a new one. I would think. Twice. Yeah. But two new stoves. So, but, she deserved it. <laughs> yeah, well, so I can understand why why Nancy would say that. Yeah. But it was just a pumpkin, so all goodness. was well. All was well. All just
1: was well. Just a pumpkin. That's good. Mm, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's kind of scary. It takes yes. the headless pumpkin to a whole other. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the headless horseman. <laughs> the headless horseman. Yeah, that's
0: one of Artie's favorites. Is it? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. He drew, he had a, I think I told you this, he had a homework assignment a couple of years ago, maybe in first grade or kindergarten. They had a scarecrow with a pumpkin head, mm-hmm. and they're supposed to cut it out. And color it to look like a scarecrow with okay. a pumpkin head, right? Well, Artie does that, but he also cuts the head off of it and glues it to the hand and turns it in. And the teacher's like, what did you do? He said, well, I thought this was more interesting if it made him the headless horseman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, he's creative.
0: He's very creative.
1: Yeah, I hope he didn't get in trouble for that. A little
0: bit. No. So they had to call his mom.
1: I mean, I colored a giraffe <laughs> pink and got like a failing grade because it was supposed to be yellow and brown. And I, uh... I colored it pink and purple. I'm still fine. You know, already will be fine. Okay.
0: Well, you know what really um, irked me? And I I feel bad saying this because I did an MC gig last um, July Mm -hmm. and I I received in payment for it a Visa gift card. Nice. You know, and sometimes, this is the way it works sometimes, you know, they'll they'll write you a check, uh, they'll pay you cash or more likely, you know, if if it's a charity, they might obtain an additional gift card for the silent auction and say, here's one for the MC, you know, that we're not going to auction off, but it's, they still, the business gets the donation. It's fine, right? It's normal way of doing business. Well, I get this Visa gift card that the the organization had actually purchased oh, nice. at Food City. Okay. And it was for $125. Nice. Okay. And I was complimented to get it and I thought, you know what I'm going to do? The thing, I, I always have an issue with gift cards. I want to spend it all at once. Sure. I want to go from 125 to 0 in one yeah. transaction right. and then throw the card away. Yeah. Is what I want to do. Well, I kept saving it and saving it and saving it because I thought what I'm going to do is I'm going to use it when I finally get a phone. Okay. I'm going to use this 125 toward the Towards purchase. That phone. And I yeah. also thought that I might be getting some Apple gift cards for Christmas. Nice. So now I've delayed it until January, February, March whenever I finally go to get the phone. Well, I didn't get any Apple gift cards. <laughs> um, so, well, it's fine. did you get coal instead? What?
1: You got, got coal Colin? I had said. coal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but
0: I, you know, we also finally got some of the paychecks from the projects in the fall started rolling in. Right. So, I've got the money. We're going to go to the store and we're going to buy me a new phone. Because my old one is just, is, couldn't hold a charge. And the camera had gone to the point where it wouldn't focus. Right. Or even stay still. Everything looked like right. an earthquake. Um, so I get there and I hand the man at the Apple store, hand him my $125 gift card. We're going to start with this one. Great. And he says, there's only 12 cents on this card, sir. What? There's only 12 cents on this card, sir. No. Or maybe it was 88. No, it was, sorry. It was 88 cents. It was 88 cents on the card. That's better. Meaning that $124.12 has disappeared off the card. And I'm like, that's impossible. And the people I gave it to me are trustworthy. Why would they give me a card was 88, 88 cents, cents and they, yeah. they tell me that it's worth 125 and i oh, had it in the cardboard the vanilla um it's oh, it was still in there yeah i, I had not even opened it i just have the it's the vanilla um like right from food city vanilla visa gift card
1: that's a food city so, era
0: and it wasn't as it turns was out it? so i tear the thing open and i pull the card out and that i'm handing it to the guy for the very first time is it seeing air and the light of day and the guy tells me there's no money on the, almost no money on the card well i'm what am I going to do at this point, right? So we pull out some other jerry has got some money, and I've pulled out some other credit card, and you know we get the phone. cobble it together, we yeah. get the phone and all the other accoutrements, sure that have to that come with it you know you have to get another charger because the oh by the way oh
1: yeah, because it's not the same yeah if, anymore, do you want to do I, wanna, yeah.
0: you've got the cord, but do you actually want the brick that holds the because it's not the same
1: right yeah, like,
0: all right, so all the other things <laughs> we get all the other things, yep. plus Jerry has gotten. Megan's old Apple Watch for Christmas, okay. so we needed a different charger, like, mm. so she could have a bedside charger. Nice right. things, things, things. Yeah. So we buy all this stuff, and now I'm just distraught. And I, I did nothing for a couple of weeks about it until I got so mad, I went online and saw that, in fact, yes, there was only now zero. The eighty-eight cents Apple Store in Knoxville, Tennessee. But they took that
1: eighty-eight cents. But
0: then you see all the other charges are for some barber shop on Long Island.
1: How did that happen?
0: I don't know. It Somebody was- hacked in or or some bot figured out the number. I don't know how they do it and I, it's a mystery to me, but I called vanilla Visa, and I have talked to some guy on the other side of the world, and I have filed a complaint, but I've heard nothing so far. interesting. I filed a complaint, a fraud complaint, and they said there's a chance it, said, it sounds like since you know you're in Tennessee and the card was used in New York right It sounds like there's a chance that you this is legit and you'll get some money your back payback, on yeah. this. But I'm still waiting. I, it's just so infuriating to me that just they, like, it was like a few dollars used at this barbershop, and then a few more dollars. And like every couple of days, they took another gob of money Interesting. at this barbershop in New York. So somebody looks good.
1: I mean, they were getting their hair cut every day? I mean,
0: well, I, mean, I don't know who the villain is. Or? If, it, if it, The barbershop may be the villain, mm. or the barbershop may be the unwitting victim mm. who is being tricked into of giving services to somebody using a stolen Visa number. Not even like, I have the card. Right. I don't know what they did. That's so weird. It's very distressing.
1: It is distressing.
0: I don't know what to do now. So they would have had to
1: like hack in somehow to find the credit card number which is not even... And the secret
0: number on the back. Right, which you can't even
1: see because it's still packaged. Mm -hmm. So it's not... I mean, that is bizarre. I've never heard of that.
0: Well, I know that when we talk about like phone calls and robots, bots that call you... They'll take a legitimate phone number and then just keep adding one. And okay. Like they'll call, or they'll take. Whatever, think of your phone number for a second. You know how you often get calls from like the same first three digits. Right. They just start at zero 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 and then just keep. Brrr. They call every of, of the ten thousand numbers that start with your same three. They just call all of them. It's crazy. And somebody answers occasionally, right. and they get scammed. Right. I wonder. Uh, can you do that with if you have one? You know, these gift the card number. Card? Yeah. Could you figure out there's only I mean, at this point, what, those numbers are long, but still, mm-hmm. there's still maybe 100 million combinations. To a, uh, a villainous computer bot, maybe 100 million is nothing. That's true. It can come up with all those combinations. It yeah, probably
1: can. Yeah. Oh,
0: um, yeah. Oh, Anyways, that's, that's it. I just find some happy news to finish. What do you got? <laughs>
1: that's a mess. <laughs> it's just making me think of all of the unhappy things I have to say. So. <laughs>
0: Well, I'll tell you that I noticed something. This is kind of dated, but I want to tell you. I noticed this in January. We were at the Starbucks over on uh, Montview. Okay. And as I'm walking through, I noticed a few people still had the old Tennessee license plates, the green ones. Sure. But those expired. Every one of those had expired by December 31st. So here it is. It's now. uh, I think I even wrote down the date. It was January 22nd, and I'm still seeing (laughs) green license plates.
1: They probably just that? hadn't put them on yet. and hadn't put them on yet. Yeah. So
0: I walked closer. And sure enough, it was expired on yeah. December 31st of the year before.
1: You're inspecting all of the lights.
0: <laughs> I Of the year before. So this, like, this guy has been driving around with an expired plate, not just for 22 days. But for
1: an entire year. A
0: year and 22 Did days. Did you report him? No, but I, I said it on the radio as a joke. And then I get a text from a listener who says, that's hilarious. I was at a different Starbucks and noticed the same...
1: So they type, must work at that Starbucks. The
0: same type of thing. Yes. yes. There were two, yeah, I kept noticing that. It was mm-hmm. a weird thing that yeah. I wanted to get mad about it. Thought, well, you idiots, why don't you do that? And then I remembered my dear cousins, Megan and Aaron. They had moved to Tennessee from Virginia. And when they came here so we could go glamping, yeah. they asked Uncle Frank, could you help us with something? I'm like, what? We have these Tennessee license plates that we were supposed to put on the car a couple of months ago.
1: Could you help us with it?
0: Do you have a, like a screwdriver?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Not everyone has a screwdriver.
0: <laughs> well, they were here. They were like at a house that would have all of the junk that you need. Right. And instead of being in their condo in Nashville, you know. So right. we got out there and we put the took their Virginia plates off and put their
1: That was
0: nice. Um, uh, so Uncle then I felt. Frank. that's what I thought. Oh, yeah, that's probably what happened to this. Maybe
1: you should go and see if that Starbucks car is still there.
0: And bring a screwdriver. Bring a
1: screwdriver and say.
0: Take off their old plates. Yep,
1: just, <laughs> just take them off. Because <laughs> you're going to have the other ones. Because
0: that, <laughs> that way they'll definitely get pulled over.
1: Oh, say, bring in your plates next time and I will, you know, do them for you. <laughs> it's a volunteer state.
0: and there's the happy ending I was looking for Uh, if you do love audio entertainment of any kind please do check out audibletrial.com slash show for a free premium membership for 30 days and every premium member gets a credit for an mp3 download once per month so during your first month of free membership you would get an mp3 credit that you can use on anything and uh, whether you want audio books whether you want custom audio entertainment whether you want podcasts there's all these things you can Listen to. You'll never stop. You'll never run out because they just keep putting new things that's on great. Audible all the time. So think about the classics. You mean, there's some
1: oh, nice.
0: piece of classic literature that you never um, listen to, or with a book about the Doctor and the Devils, but, right? That's
1: right. I wonder if you can find that there.
0: Uh, you know, whatever. I think of can. a thing. Start searching for things and listening to them wherever you go, whatever you do on um, Audible use the code audibletrial.com or the URL audibletrial.com slash show because that way you're supporting us and you get to try it out with no obligation for free. You know, just cancel before the end of the 30 days if you don't like it, but I mean, the reason Audible does this program it's is because it's successful. Because they know if you like uh, podcasts, you're going to like more podcasts and they're really great at serving them up. So check that out. And if you want to help us out with merchandise... Um, buying our merchandise. Take care of that, Catherine. And and you can go
1: to frankandfriendshow.com backslash store for all your merchandise needs.
0: Like this. Like
1: this beautiful towel that you're going to need as the summer comes. The mugs that you need year-round.
0: The bucket hat. We need to go on there and make some new things. It's just yeah. I, I do we struggle. have any like baseball caps? Um, they have some new options. That's just I've been struggling with, with computer issues. My computer isn't strong enough to update I think update if we them. go
1: to that computer issue thing, I'm going to get back into that place we were at a minute ago. All
0: right. <laughs> Wouldn't want want that (laughs) (laughs) day. That
1: technology. Mm -hmm. No.
0: (laughs) Uh, Well, do uh, subscribe on YouTube. Help us get over the top. And if you want to know every time we put out a new episode,
1: smash that button for
0: notifications so you don't miss any of the episodes of the Frank and Friends show. I'm so glad you were here on your brief sojourn in Knoxville. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Maybe We will do one like remotely one of these days.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking, I've been researching that. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Uh, This is the Frank and Friends Show. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Freight. We'll talk to you again next time.